0: Background to Bug Jargal. There seems to be no consensus among biographers about how old Hugo was when he first wrote Bug Jargal. I've read claims that he was 18, 16, and even 15. But in any case, we know he was very young. It was his first ever prose work, and one he wrote on a bet at school that he could complete it within a fortnight. He won the wager. As you will hear in the preface, Hugo intended it to be part of a larger work called Tales Under a Tent, but the other stories were never written. This childhood version was later reworked by Hugo into a novelette four times as long, which is the version that we will be reading. The first thing about this story that captures the reader's attention, whether he be a 19th century Frenchman or one of us in this book group, is the strange title. When I asked a French friend of mine how to pronounce it, even he felt unsure, and then remarked, "'Where do you get all these strange names?' And perhaps that was the point. Even at first blush, we know that this is the story of something exotic. Commentators and critics so often seem to revel in the contemplation of what's in a name, and plenty has been written about this one. I don't deny that there can be something to their theories but if you've been in this group a while, you probably notice that it isn't the sort of thing I like to give much attention to, since it can take us too far afield from the point. But I will mention here, as a bit of a teaser, that Hugo's biographer Graham Robb suggests the title character bears the emblematic Oog from the author's own name. Most English translators have not been content to leave the story's mysterious title alone, giving it instead much more on-the-nose names like The Slave King, a historical account of the rebellion of the Negroes in San Domingo. For that, indeed, is the subject of this story. It is set during the slave revolt of Santo Domingo in 1791, one of a series of conflicts through which the Haitian people would ultimately win independence from France, and which would make Haiti the first country to be founded by former slaves. I read this story for the first time last week, and I couldn't put it down, except when I had to, to catch my breath. I won't say much for fear of giving spoilers, but let me just say that had it been written under a pseudonym, I think I still could have told you that this was unmistakably Victor Hugo.